What is up? This is Edgar Otraves bringing you another episode of the Flow World Podcast. Today I have my co-host, not my cousin Dan, and Emily spelt with an I-E. She really wants you to know that. Make sure you understand it's not spelt any other way. It really... It's not a good thing. Don't don't misspell her name. She will roast you. Anyway, today's episode is what I like to call a pregame warm-up to the final installment in the Conjuring trilogy. We're going to be talking about the first two movies, and we will be mentioning some of the other movies in the franchise, because it's not just uh, Conjuring 1 and 2. There's also other movies like The Curse of La Llorona and the Annabelle movies, etc., if you like this episode, make sure you head on over to theflowrollpodcast.com where you can find more of my episodes and shop at my store. And find us on Instagram as The Flow Roll. I had a lot of fun doing this uh, episode because uh, I don't know what it is. I have fun talking about the creepy stuff, but I'm really afraid, as you probably already know, I'm a big chicken. And this this one really got me going because I, I, I don't know what it is, but I, it re- that first movie really scared the crap out of me. But anyway... Uh, I hope you liked the episode, and on with the show. Is there something? Okay, hold on. He's he's going to get all bent out of shape. Oh, boy. No, I'm not. I'm not going to get bent out of shape. Okay. I'm ready no matter which way it goes. If anything, my performance today is going to be a little bit boring, and, and, you know, I apologize in advance. Boy, yeah. I don't know if that's possible, but okay. All right, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, I ate I ate meat for like the first time in like three weeks today. Yeah, and it, it was a bad choice. It was just it was one of those like I'm, I I got out of bed, like couldn't get moving. Went down to eat eat food. There was some like left. The boy had some like leftover uh, uh, beef lo mein from like saturday in the fridge and I was oh like, gosh i'm, no, I'm no. not i'm not i'm not two days what this is not gonna last in the fridge for two days yeah but know. it's also someone else's food <laughs> someone whose germs i already share anyway so like i ate the kids beef lo mein and it was just my body was like what are you putting into me yeah. and uh now i'm regretting it so anyway I'm glad we recorded that. Yeah, um, everybody. Make sure to keep that in, Edgar. That's well informed that in. about that's my dietary choices. That's going to be on the teaser. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's the thing I'm going to use for social media. So, <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. This is Edgar Otraves, and today my co-hosts are not my cousin Dan and Emily. Spelt. Spelt with an IE. Everybody has a everybody has a thing now, except me. Yeah. You, gotta, you got you, cousin Primo. You you introduce cousin Primo and he does his little Primo. Yeah, the, now, the, you know, <laughs> Emily's doing a little howl. I just sit there and nod like people can hear me nodding or something. Introduce me again. Yeah, well, you see, I give you space too. I give you space yeah, and I, I know. Wait you, I wait for you to do or say something, and then you just sit there and then it's like dead air, and then I have to go back in the goddamn and cut it out because there's dead air. But anyway, right, inter- introduce me okay. again. I'll do okay. something. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's probably going to be awful. All right, so from the top. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Floro Podcast. This is Edgar Otraves. And today on the show, my co hosts are not my cousin Dan. Primo! Oh. 
That's the wrong one. This is original. So original. <laughs> you stole somebody else's thing. He couldn't even come up with a bad version. <laughs> <laughs> that meat really did hit you wrong. <laughs> and Emily spoke with an IE. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I know what I did it. the first time, to be quite honest, Dan. <laughs> it's not my cousin Emily. Not our cousin Emily. Not our no cousin. one's cousin Emily. Well, no, someone's cousin. This is someone's cousin. Yeah, I'm someone's cousin. Couple people. You just, probably. You just don't know who. <laughs> I got mystery cousins. They're out there. Do you like if you've ever met someone with your last name and they'll be like, we're cousins? And I'm like, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've ever actually met anybody with my name and it's not like i have a rare last name i just never met i never met anybody else i've always met a few there's been a few who who i've met who have my last name and i'm like oh you're like my secret step cousin aren't you like you are you are related to me because they look yeah they look exactly like me. So instantly, instantly, you're super suspicious of them. You start giving them the hairy eyeball, like, mm, and I'm, well, I'm well, watching you. Well, well, one of the things I like to do is keep tabs on these people because in case I, you know, I need a liver or something, you know, or a kidney or something, you know, I, I could. Twenty three you know, got a list. Twenty three and me. The thing though that I find to be the problem is when I have the people that like reach out through like Facebook and stuff. They're like, oh, we have the same last name. I'm like, but you live in another state, and I've never met you. But we're cousins. And I'm like. Because we have the same last name, we're cousins, fine, great, but I don't know you, so don't pretend, like, add me as a friend, yeah. pretend you know me, and then, like, what, hit my mom up for money? Like, I don't know what these people want to do. You know, <laughs> I don't have room for you to hit my mom up for money, I need to hit my mom Exactly, <laughs> if anyone's hitting her up, it's me. Yeah, and there's not that much money in there, Don't. that's not for you, that's... that's... No, exactly, like, if you're going to hit somebody up, you pick the wrong family, bro. <laughs> but, but the truth of it is, it's weird to me, sometimes, though, on 23 and me i've had a couple people who said like quite genuinely i don't need us to keep talking back and forth or anything but you know i don't have a lot of family and it's just cool to see i'm related to you and i was like that's kind of sweet but i'm not giving you any money <laughs> <laughs> let's just reiterate that point <laughs> so um today the topic of the show is um the conjuring series and uh, we watched the first two movies. We're gonna do like a little pre-game action, talk about the first two movies to get us ready for the third, I guess, in the trilogy of the Conjuring series, which is also kind of like a universe. Um, but um, and that that movie be coming out in like on June, June June fourth, yeah, yeah. June. Conjuring that, three. Scarily, that's not too long from now. So yeah. that's gonna be that's that's gonna be the eighth movie in the franchise right yes yes yep. there's quite the third, a th the third movie in kind of the core right mm -hmm. but there are eight there'll be the eighth movie and this is like a two billion dollar franchise i completely missed out on this whole thing no I've, i've i didn't know it even existed until you were like we got to do a podcast on this well i i've really? seen i've seen some of these movies and i've been afraid of watching them because i am like the biggest chicken but i like horror movies like i really like them and and I like talking about them and I like seeing them, but I don't like actually like actually watching, watching them, them because at least watching them alone. Yeah, you should watch it yeah. at noon on a Saturday on a sunny day or something if it's going to be that difficult. That no, I I need to watch it outside in the sun all by myself. Or like yeah, right. In a yeah. crowd of people, I mean, no, like, with a bunch of people, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. at the Taste of Chicago or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, that's scary too, but in different ways. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. So like, okay. So let's talk about the first movie. Um, it, these, these movies are, I believe, are directed by James Wan, right? They're James Wan. Um, yeah. At least the first two are. I don't know if the he. First I don't two know. Are, yeah. Yeah. The I, third one. I think there's a different director coming for the third one. And then the the other movies. So. Uh, what Annabelle. So you've, you've got there's a whole other series called Annabelle. Yeah. And like, I think there are three movies in that series. And you have the nun. Um, and then there's this other movie that's coming out in June, the conjuring three. Th- those all have different directors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also la, la, uh, the curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's the one I was forgetting. La yeah. Llorona. That one's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's movies. one of my favorite of the grouping. Honestly, I feel like Annabelle type stuff. It doesn't, really appeal to me and then when i watched it there were appealing things that were similar to the conjuring but then there were things that i was like it it just had caught up in too many tropes and stuff and i was kind of over it i can guarantee you that i am not going to be watching the annabelle movies because when i started watching the first conjuring and the whole first like 10 or 15 minutes is about the creepy doll I was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this because <laughs> creepy dolls are a problem, man. Well, that it is a problem. Wait, wait, like, wait, I, I can watch this. Child's Play. Explain this. Oh, nah. No. How, how can I explain it? I, did you what, have what a haunted doll? About? Was this, I did. Was this <laughs> Edgar did. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about stuff on the stuff that scares us episode. And I think I, I said, uh, whenever. Whoever the person was that invented the doll where like when he, when you lay it down, it closes its eyes. And when you sit mm-hmm. it up and it opens its eyes and like they didn't, they didn't immediately know that they had just created the most horrifying nightmarish <laughs> thing in the history <laughs> of toys. That person, especially since they didn't know that they had created such an evil thing, that person was a monster. Yeah, and and now there's a whole series of movies about evil haunted doll. No, well, I can't handle it. Well, the person, the person, I don't, probably, I don't do it. The person who who came up with that idea is probably like, oh, let's start, try to make it lifelike, you know, like the peeing thing, right? Nobody yeah. thinks that the yeah. peeing thing is horrifying. Everybody thinks it's funny, right? Yeah, right. So they make yeah. these dolls and they pee and they have diapers and all that stuff. But you just feed it water and it pees. You know, it's that's cute. So I think that's what they were going for. They were going for. Think for yourself, Edgar, because no. I'd rather have a haunted doll than have a peeing doll. But that's... I'd rather. Hell no! Well, I'm I want a sure peeing haunted, doll. Don't I, give me a haunted doll. I'm pretty sure haunted dolls also pee. Um, yeah, it's probably part of the haunt. Well, again, it depends on the make and model. I had a Cabbage Patch doll, and that thing didn't do shit, literally. So I'm very happy about that. Fact. Well, that's because you had a normal childhood and a normal mother. And, no, and, but and no, no, family members. You know, Edgar, I, I remember when these things got popular eventually, and I remember being like, "Thank God that wasn't popular when I was really little," because I I can't think of anything worse than a crying doll you have to clean up after. Thank you anyway. It's like let's prepare this little girl to be a mother when she's three. Yeah. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah, Why do we have right. to be doing this? I don't yeah. understand. Well, I mean, in the in the things that that scare us episode, I don't know if you listened to it, but like I I went into it in depth about creepy ass goddamn dolls. Yeah, so, and I spent the whole episode talking about like things that are just ridiculous. But yeah, but that's that nobody so basically it was like any other episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Pretty much. Yes. You've got you've got Edgar on the one hand bringing real reality and then you've got Dan on the other hand just throwing nonsense around. Yeah. Or flip-flops. Sometimes we you know, usually we just 
go back and forth sometimes i'm gonna have to go back and listen to the full episode because i only listened to parts so i didn't realize that but i mean i grew up with porcelain dolls so they were all facing me when i went to sleep oh no how did you sleep i didn't and that's why i'm still an insomniac at age 39 because i literally they would just stare at you and these ones were you know they're they're porcelain so they don't have the moving eyes and whatnot but they were lined up like a little militia but watching me as I slept. They, and they, I would that my mom and I are... turn them around. Hell no. Hell no. No. Hell no. no. So wait, Edgar, without going into the whole thing, did you you had a doll that was haunted that I need to listen to this story you, you should listen to the story. But long story, I mean, long story short, uh, my mom thought it was real and uh, she took action. <laughs> oh my gosh okay no well but I can't it was my favorite my story a, from that podcast tickle me uh elmo doll which i tickle me elmo when his battery breaks he starts lowering his register <laughs> so i stepped on him in her room not knowing he was under a pile of clothes and he went ho 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 <laughs> <laughs> And we were like, for sure, this thing is haunted. Not using our brains because we were teenage girls and going, oh, it, it's just a battery that's, that's broken. So, so the funny thing is, is that after that episode, I went and talked to my mother and and asked her a few questions about just kind of like how she grew up and stuff. And I, I part of me wants to have an episode with my mother in Spanish. Yes, yes. I was just gonna say, do an episode with your mom. It's. It's it's a it's a tough subject, but but with that yeah. said, because you know she's my mother, and you know everybody's mom, you know not everybody is like best friends with their mom, right? Oh, understandable, so, yeah. But so it's gonna be rough for me, but I, I'm really leaning towards doing it because it's like I it's like I I, I hit the piñata of like awesome stories. <laughs> Like I, I just, I just, I just, it's one of those, like when you hit the pinata, I don't know. It's I'm so Mexican sometimes, but like I, I hit the pinata and then like, I cracked it open and like, like the yummiest candy, just a couple of them fell out and you can see there is a shit ton more in there. And you know, if you keep whacking this fucking thing, all this awesome shit is going to fall out of it. And that's what my mother is right now. She's You're comparing your mother to a pinata. To pinata. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, if I whack her. Enough, so you're going to you're going to have an episode with your please. Yeah, you're going to have an episode with your mom and you're just going to start <laughs> whacking her yeah. with a broomstick. And she's going to tell me stories. And she's going to tell you stories. Yeah. Yeah, How have you been able to previously pull stories from your mom? When is she most likely to just random? Is it random when she shares these things? It's it's like, yeah, it's pretty random. But like this time I actually went and asked her about because I had the name wrong for the thing where they have you ever hear of the the lavada or not lavada, but limpia, limpieza when they take the egg and they they rub the egg all over your body and then they suck the evil out of you. Or whatever has been cursing you. That means a cleaning of some, of your body. Yeah, it's a cleaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, an egg cleanse. And an egg cleanse. Cleansing. They, yeah. Yes. Okay. So like, there's a bunch of different ways. And holy shit! So there's a whole bunch of different ways. So I'm having this conversation. I was like, "What do you call this?" And she's because I called it a lavada, and she's like, "What?" 
I'm like, yeah, lavada. You know, you, don't look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, lavada. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you take the fucking egg and you rub it on people. I've seen you do it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, limpieza. I'm like, it's the same fucking word, you know, but whatever. It's like, you yes, know what I, I mean, mom. Yeah. And so she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, so you know how to do that. And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you know how to do that? And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, and I'm thinking, I'm gonna get Dan. <laughs> and I'm gonna have my mom clean. We gotta Dan. have an episode where she she does an uh, what is Olympiesa? Olympiesa, yeah. She's gonna she does Olympiesa on me, and then we go eat birria. <laughs> that's, that's the episode. It makes sense it. to me. It's actually, um, a smaller scale exorcism. It it kind of is because what they do is um, there's these. I different- could use that. Yeah. I was gonna say we could just try doing it on Dan in general. <laughs> well, it's just like if you've had bad luck, if you had a lot of bad luck, or a lot of things have been going wrong for you, or you just all of a sudden feel sick. If someone, if you were like at a party and people like complimented you and kind of like you know, you got a lot of like complimenting is a bad thing, especially for little kids. Uh, it, it it's too much, and mm. it's too much for the body for them to kind of like. And so like it, when they take that, this is, this is not, I don't believe this shit. I'm just passing on the information. So, so it, it affects the body or the soul or the mind or something. And there's what they call el ojo, the, the eye, the evil eye is stuck on this person. And sometimes it's unintentional. Nobody means to give you the eye. It's just mm-hmm. that someone, someone thinks uh, really highly of you or really liked you or thought that you're really pretty or whatever. And too much of that is bad for you. And that will make you sick. Or, you know, if there's someone who's very envious in your circle of friends and they just wish bad on you, but they don't say it or ever act on it, sometimes the, the, that stuff gets stuck on you. And the way to get that off of you is with an egg. You know, you take an egg and you do the hocus pocus and you, you rub it on the person and then somehow the egg sucks that stuff right out of you. And then... There's a few different ways to handle this. You either bury the fucking egg and it stays there with its evil intentions underground forever, or you can get a bowl, crack the egg open, and inside there should be a picture in the yolk of the person what? That, that gave you the eye. Jesus <laughs> in my toast. Yes, yes, yes. Like a Polaroid. I don't know how, how good the the resolution is on this egg camera but i just know that that's what's supposed so to happen. i and i gotta tell you when i was watching the conjuring i was really hoping that somebody would bust out an egg cleanse <laughs> i was i was sitting there like edge of my seat like somebody's got to do it come on <laughs> and it didn't happen and i was really disappointed dude this should be the uh, movie we make this should be the movie we make. We make the, it. We make, that's, the, the, yeah. we'll have like instead egg, of like a, a, a team of paranormal investigators, we just go around egg washing people. Yes. That's our exorcism. And we we'll hold the people down. They're spinning their head. They're vomiting and they're mm-hmm. just saying awful things. And mm-hmm. then you just rubbing them with like a fucking carton of eggs, you know? Just, <laughs> yeah. Until they stop. Until they stop. And like eventually it gets to the point where it's like, you, no, you haven't like sucked the spirit out of them, but the spirit's like, you stop rubbing them with, okay, fine. I'm done. I'm done. I'm leaving. The spirit I'm just gone. gets irritated and is like, I'm, I'm done. I'll find somebody else. <laughs> enough. You win. <laughs> so me being so me being the pro diverter that I am, um, 
Dan, <laughs> what did you think about the actual exorcism scene in the first movie? So I uh, listen, I really liked, and I was I was like giving Edgar a play-by-play. I was sending him reacts basically. Cause that wait, wait, you enjoyed it? Me. I enjoyed it. I really oh, enjoyed the first one. Uh but I will say that the first one and the second one, and I don't want to get too far ahead of uh, ahead of ourselves here, both had the same problem where I felt like the final like exorcism scenes were kind of like, that's it. <laughs> After all this, that's it. One of like like Patrick Wilson, who is a striking man. Oh uh, yes, just, he is. He's indeed. a striking individual. Yes, much better um, looking than the actual guy. You know. Oh yeah. Well, they yeah. both are, to be fair. Yeah, uh, and uh, anyway, um, so like watching, it, it, there's all this buildup, and then it's I'm kind of gonna clumsily read from the book, and then I'm gonna look up nervously every once in a while, and then I'm going to say the name and be gone, and then it's done. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got to do. Same thing happened in the second movie. Mm -hmm. And I guess like I was disappointed. I was disappointed because I I was like, you know what? Part of that disappointment might come from the fact and and don't quote me, but like, I think for me, there's definitely things lacking, but the movie is so strong overall. And the fact that they have such a solid cast, like if I, Mm -hmm. I think if this was cast with non-nominated type actors, like obviously Vera Farmiga's nominated, Patrick Wilson's been in like, hard candy and little children he's got to like work with kate winslet people like that these are strong actors and ron livingston and the same for um, yeah i was so happy to see ron livingston i feel like i haven't seen him in anything since office space and i like that guy i just like him he's he's, he's very likable but yeah. i just think it's such a strong movie as a whole that there is a buildup and then it kind of doesn't result in probably what you want it to, especially when you look at movies like the exorcist where the ending is so like, Whoa, Holy shit. Yeah. And then you get a movie like this where it's like, well, that's, that's all. Like, I, I feel that too. I just think the movie is so scary in different parts yeah. and creepy that I kind of forgive kind of how they both end to be and honest. I don't I, have I, a problem with how it ends. I think it, it, I think it's pretty good. I am actually in the camp where it's just like, it started super duper strong for me where it was like really scary. Yeah. And I, I, I was getting to the point where I'm like, I don't think I can watch this whole fucking movie. And so when they finally had the, the Warrens come in, that's where it kind of eased up for me because if if that tension would have kept going with all the scary shit happening i i think i would have had a heart attack because that scene where like you brought it up to me dan where the woman gets like is playing that blindfolded game yeah and then she goes to the basement and then at one point the hands pop out and they come out of nowhere yeah i i screamed out loud <laughs> My well, wife was in the kitchen. She's like, "Shut up, the kids are sleeping." <laughs> yeah, I was, I was watching it in bed, you know. Yeah, and uh, and the scene where she's playing the the like the what do they call it? Was uh, seek and clap or, or hide and clap? Something is what like they that. call it. Yeah. So she's walking around with the blindfold, and I I honestly felt like they were trying to set up like somebody's going to fall down the stairs with the blindfold on, but that didn't of course. happen. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, so she's going around and they're playing this hide and clap game. And then she goes into the one bedroom and then just the creepy ghost hands come out of the closet and clap three times. 
I was like laying in bed, like totally relaxed. That happened. And like instantly, like I'm sitting up with the like blanket pulled around me. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? You that know, part like, gets me. I won't lie to you. I didn't watch the movie recently, but I've watched it at least four or five times. Like, I really enjoy these first two movies enough where I think the scary stuff is scary. And that part, every time I'm just like, oh, God. yeah. yeah. I, the, this, the first one I really enjoyed. Now I, I also, I, I may be projecting a little bit here, but I, I feel like, especially when you get to that end and the end is basically like, Oh, I'm going to invoke your name and do the little, you know, we're going to express my faith. And now the, we're done. We've that's, that's all we have to do. And I kind of feel like there's, there's a very, um, overt like religious message in these movies i don't know like i don't know again i could be projecting that could be like i have my antenna raised for that sort of thing you know but it it really felt like both of the movies just very very much are about like oh god is strong dude well and like there's that's fine there's nothing wrong with that it's just like I'm not used to that in my horror movies. You know? Well, the, the funny thing is I did have the thought of like, well, how come it's always got to be Christianity? Is Christianity the only yeah, thing who right. can do this? Like, uh, right. how about Hinduism? Uh, let's, let's have a Hindu. Or, you know, what, what about, you know, like, like Shinto or whatnot? Like, yeah. Hmm, a lot of Japanese demons, you know? Yeah. yeah. Let's have, let's have one of them exorcism. Or, I mean, Big Trouble in Little China was all about Chinese demons, yes. you know? Yes. Right? Uh, not as scary though <laughs> no not as scary <laughs> definitely not yeah. i've definitely i mean i feel that same way like i was raised catholic and i don't follow it anymore and i still love the exorcist and i you know obviously that is something that really goes on in the catholic faith whether they admit to it or not mm. the idea of exorcisms so i think the same thing goes here i think that you can still enjoy these movies outside of that aspect. But I do know that James Wan has mentioned at some point, like people saying it's even almost like a faith movie, um, which again, I look at it for more the paranormal aspects of it. And I think every audience member is going to come to it with a different belief system, but it's got like the, all the cliches that the typical horror movie has, but it does them like very confidently. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, the lazy scares right. you know, are coming in every horror movie and you're like, next, okay, next. Yeah. With this, they do it and you're like, I knew something was coming, but they did it well. Yeah. yeah. And I, one of the, hmm, I think the reason I brought up the whole kind of faith aspect of it was it actually kind of made it a little bit weaker as a horror movie, hmm. just in the sense of because in, that's how they beat the demon. Their faith sort of triumphs over the demon and they didn't really have to work too hard at it versus the exorcist where like I go back and I watch the exorcist and it's, it, I hate to say it. It feels super dated. It doesn't scare me. You know, it, it used to when I was little, you know, doesn't scare me. I, I maybe I've seen it enough that I know exactly what's coming and whatnot, but what, what really made that movie chilling was that, dude, the demon was stronger, you know, Satan was stronger than the people's faith. Satan broke their faith. Satan literally broke the priest who was performing the, both of them actually. Well, but you know? he, one of the priests was obviously having lots of problems with the church prior to that. So I sure. Think that, 
but, also but I mean, that, that, maybe made that it, it affected that. Yeah. But, but it made it, it ultimately made it, made the whole thing scarier because it wasn't like they could say the magic words and now they've, they've won the day, you know, where in this one, it's like they say the magic words and, and okay, they won, you know? So one thing that um, I came across in some of the research while this was happening <clears throat> and, and, I'll, I'll be honest, I kind of cheated on this on the first movie. And the way I cheated was it got to a point where it was like I knew shit was happening and I paused it. I was like, fuck this. I don't know if I can take this. <laughs> and, and I let the nerves come down a little bit. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Totally. I am 100% the biggest chicken. And then I, I played it and I was like, oh, that made it better. That yeah, could, yeah. And then, like, in my head, I'm like, I didn't know I you, could do this. I could yeah. pause this, let my right. nerves calm down, and then continue. It wasn't like I took ten minute break. No, it was just like a pressure valve. You release, yes. you release enough of the tension that it's like, okay, I can go on now. Yes, right? yeah. that's that's exactly what happened. So I'm sorry. I know that's not what you're supposed to be doing, but I don't think I could take it. But anyway, with that said, uh, we're gonna the, watch Candyman again. We're gonna watch it together. Oh, dude, I'll shit myself. Well, we should watch this movie, the third movie, uh, together. Okay, all right. We should do I'm that down. in an Definitely. actual setting. Where in an actual theater? Movie. Is it gonna be in theaters, or is it only gonna be streaming? I think it's gonna be in theaters. That's a good question. But, I would think it would be in huh? theaters too, but these I, days, look, yeah. I would, I would be down for a live action flow roll get together to watch movie movie in a theater. I would, I, I would, I would I do got, it. I got a couple of these mics. Yeah, yeah. I got my vaccine card and everything. So. There you go. Me too. All right. Well, we all do. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it looks like it is coming out in theaters. FYI. Okay. Well, Emily, of course, you're invited. You know, if if you feel comfortable, it's okay. No, no pressure. Just say. Oh, I've not been yet, but I need to rip the bandaid off at some point. So. Yeah. So anyway, with that said, the the information I came across. Uh, they, you're cheating. All you're cheating. No, no. Well, yeah. While I'm cheating, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do something productive. So then I was like looking up like the Peron family, who were the people yeah. in this story. They actually never got rid of the exorcist or the the the, the ghost, the demon, Demons. the the, yeah. the yeah. poltergeist or whatever it was, mm -hmm. was still there after the Warrens visit them or tried to get rid of them. In, in fact, and, they and, said that. If anything, they made things worse. Yeah. So this is like a true. I mean, of course. I mm -hmm. mean, it says this in the movie, it's basically another retelling of Amityville, right? Yep. Exactly. I was just gonna yeah. say that. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I of course I did my own digging, and like the Warrens, <laughs> the, the Warrens either were or were not legit. They. It seems like they were they really believed what they were doing but was it real you know who knows i think there's a um, lot of digging that could be done there um well, and apparently they're not there as was, pious as they yeah right there's, there's to be. yeah there's a lot of really um potentially scandalous stuff about the warrens uh which we don't i don't think we really need to dig into because frankly the on-screen character version of the Warrens are so charming. Oh yes, that yeah. I am perfectly comfortable accepting them as like fictional, fictional characters. I don't need to tie them to real life people. I, I don't agree. need to tie this movie to like this actually happened or it didn't. 
it's good just as a as a haunting movie. And, and again, these movies. are two really talented actors at the yeah. same time who work like they. I believe that they're married and that they're supporting. Yeah, their chemistry is great. But like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of have a like a dude crush on Patrick Wilson a little bit. Like, ah, I just, see. Have you ever seen Little Children? It's a. It was based on a book. It's the movies with Kate Winslet. Um, no, he plays the like neighbor. Um, it actually becomes like a child abuse sexual story. Well, I mean that's part of the the actual plot, but them having an affair together is part of it. And that's like one of the first times I think I saw Patrick Wilson, and I was like. Who is this gentleman? Who are you? Nice yeah. to meet you. <laughs> I think the first time I ever saw him was he played uh what was it, the night owl in Watchmen? Mm. Okay, yeah. Oh yes, that's right, that's right. Uh he and was- I I did not like that movie. Uh but I liked him in it. And it, they, they did it, they actually kind of did him a, a service because he's he's just he's one of these Hollywood dudes who like he probably doesn't have a bad angle. Right. He probably just doesn't. And that character is like a nerdy guy. And so they downgraded him with these huge glasses and this horrible haircut and, you know, frumpy clothes and stuff and made him that much more approachable. But anyway, I, I think that's, he's a, also that's a movie that we don't man, but I had no desire to see Aquaman. Yeah, he was he was the king of he was Aquaman's brother. He was some he hot was. dude underwater. That's yeah. All I, and know. I mean, he, he was OK in that. But, you know, um, how good can you be an Aquaman, really? I mean, but he he was way better than he needed to be in a movie like this. So yes. was Vera Farmiga. They were both way better than they needed to be for so, a horror movie. And the- Ron Livingston and Lily Taylor. Lily Taylor plays. Lily Taylor's uh, amazing, and she's she's one of those actresses who's been in everything, everything for like the past thirty years. She's been in everything. Nobody knows who she is. Well, I that's maybe not fair. She's not like an A-list superstar, but she's been in everything. And every time she's in something, she's good. Yeah. That's you why know? it doesn't matter. She's known as like an actor's actor type. Person. Yeah, exactly. I remember when they did the remake, which was God awful of the haunting. And I she remember that like, movie. That was a big vehicle for her only because she hadn't done a big budget movie like mm-hmm. that. But it was garbage. The original is all based on hearing things that you can't see. And then you've got this CGI movie and it's just like people's heads being cut off. I'm like, this is bullshit. I'm not happy with this at all. Yeah. I didn't understand what the haunting was trying to do, man. It was like, what is this like a cartoony type? It's 1999 Edgar. So people were just like, throw up whatever we can with the CGI stuff. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it was so weird. It was a weird movie, but, um, but she's good at playing a haunted woman in this, like the scene that, That is oh, yeah. the most one of the creepier scenes other than the clapping scene for me is the actual exorcism scene where she's in the chair that flips upside down. And then when it starts hitting the ceiling, yeah, like that's freaky. And then when the blood is coming like through the sheet, through I was like, sheet. holy crap. <laughs> right. Yep. And I that scene, one of the things that I loved about it was that's the scene where they were still, according to the plot, like they're trying to gather their evidence to prove to the church that there needs to be an exorcism done. And that, it, like that scene is, is where Ed uh, Patrick Wilson is like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like, he goes into it. He's like doing it. He doesn't really know what he's doing, it's, but he's just like, I got it. Somebody's got to do it. And well, he's, well, he, he, he seen it was it. great because yeah. he's like stumbling through it and he's being like super kind of clumsy about it. And he's unsure of himself. And he plays that really well, actually. It would be, it would be really yes. easy 
to screw that up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. He's, well, the thing is, is that part of it was that he has seen enough of these, right? But he's never done them because he's not allowed mm-hmm. to do them, right? So mm-hmm. he's never had the practice, but he's seen it enough that maybe he could pull it off. And he, and and all the things that you just described, yes, it was perfect the way he played it. A very talented actor, but. And let's be honest, there's a lot of people that are like supposed self-taught ghost hunters because it's Lorraine that has some kind of medium skills, not yeah. him, right? Mm-hmm. But it could have like let's be honest the times i've gone to haunted places in the chicago area i run into a guy at midnight who gives me his business card this is you know years ago and it says paranormal something or other on it and i'm like of course you're weird you're all freaking weird people like i love the paranormal but i'm not putting myself in the boat of these people right Patrick Wilson does don't not lump me like, in with you. Yeah. I mean, this is me being elitist here, but like <laughs> I shocking. I know, but I think Patrick Wilson does not necessarily come off as your average ghost hunter type guy. Oh, uh, he kind of comes off in this movie. He comes off as like a good looking plumber, you know, is kind of a, you know, but um, his, but his heart and his genuineness with his acting again, if they had just plugged in two actors that were subpar, this movie would have sucked. Honestly. Right, yeah. Yeah. Totally. You need to it's, have that like family part of it too. I think that we've talked in other podcasts about like how Spielberg always has that family aspect and right. he was a producer, but not the director of Poltergeist, which inspired James Wan. So like, there's like connections there about the idea of having, you have to come back to some center, right? Like you have to have a plot and people you care about, or why are you going to watch it in the first place? Yeah. The, the movie is almost more about like the Warrens and their marriage and their kind of love for each other and their shared faith, then it is a horror movie in, in some, at, at times. I mean, the end of the day is a horror movie, but it's almost it, like so much of it revolves around that stuff that it's almost less about the haunting than it is about them. Um, bringing me to actually, I don't even know how it brings me to this point. But it minor uh, uh, semantics. Name of the movie is The Conjuring. Uh, the name of the franchise is basically The Conjuring. Nothing gets conjured in these movies. <laughs> there is no conjuring of any kind. It wasn't sometime. It's sometimes something had to be conjured because how did it get there? Well, I mean, there was witches, right? I mean, the 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 things that died in the house, there were witches, right? And there were there were. Well, attempting- the witch was hung. Herself. She hung herself. Yeah, yeah, but she was attempting to appease the mm-hmm. devil, right? The demon. The, yeah. yeah. So she was. Mm-hmm. She was in doing so. So she, she conjured a curse, perhaps. Yes. yes. But they did not focus but, on that at all. You're right. But, it, but it no, it's like but nothing like dur- during the process of the movie. This in in the story that was told in this and the second movie, no conjuring, nothing mm-hmm. gets conjured. <laughs> I mean, there is a third movie. Like, what happens to the third movie? <laughs> the Conjuring finally happens. Maybe, maybe. Big payoff, big payoff. <laughs> big payoff. Yeah, but um, what I know about the third movie um, is that this it's very much set in reality. So, like, whereas these two movies are set in a haunted house, this one's more out in the open. And I think there's some kind of touches of, like, political slash societal things going on Mm. so it it'll be interesting to see where they take it because i kind of love these two movies because they are set in haunted houses well yeah 
that's, I mean, that's, that's what, what you want to see. I don't yeah. want to see that. I, I just bought, I just, I've been living in this house two years. I'm trying to make it as light as possible. I don't want to have a damn dark corner in this house. Edgar, and I, Edgar, no, Edgar, don't, don't you, you. stop. You. Oh yeah. Look at that. No. That's so weird. Cause there shouldn't be a shadow there. Cause like I can see dude. Yeah. It would be funnier if it was like should, later because I could see him really freaking out if it was dark out. You Man. should check that out. I am like the biggest chicken. There are so many moments in this stupid movie where I, I just, the hairs on my back were all, psh, I look like a porcupine, man. I was just, <laughs> I was like not having it. I was just, I was like literally like this. And, and I was just about to say your wife should get you a back wax for Father's yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm getting you. was that bad. <laughs> like, I'm getting you a back wax because you're tearing up the, the sofa with your. <laughs> <laughs> when you're watching all these scary movies by yourself <laughs> but, oh, yeah man. oh man so but like uh but in the first movie it was these witches right or a witch and then she cursed the house and every person that lives in it was cursed with the uh, the female was cursed with having to kill the children in the house yeah and, but and then the second movie it was the tall thin man thing right it was kind of yeah it was a scary it, 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 i could see i kind of there were a few parts where i was like oh they're trying to do the slender man thing mm -hmm. yeah um but that monster, the second one i did not it didn't work for me oh that one you see that one i i was able to sit through but only because yeah. i saw it with a bunch of other people at the same yeah. time there are aspects of the second one like with the old man's voice that kind of freaked me out <sighs> Yeah, there. I mean, there. The there movie were as a whole, scary... again, is not perfect, but there's moments where I'm like legit, legitimately afraid to watch that late at night by myself. There, there are definitely scary moments in the second one, but the it might be because I was doubling them up. You know, like I got all the scares out of me mm -hmm. in the first one because that movie scared the crap out. Of me, you know? And I'm watching the second one, and like, and in all honesty, like. Like I kept falling asleep and having to like wake up and rewind it and be like, what happened now? And it's also like, it a just, very dreary British setting with the darkness and the rain all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that because there, there was a lot going on where, I mean, it is dark. And so you don't, you're not supposed to see what's going on because that's what makes it scary. But it's like, there, there was a lot of that movie just separate from the, I kept falling asleep part of it where, where it was like, I, I just, I don't even know what happened there. You know, so I can't be scared by it because I don't even know what happened. So in the first one, he was giving me the play by play, right? He was sending me a text and I was like, damn, I got to watch this. And, and it was like, I didn't get to watch it till again, until I put everyone in the bed. Yeah. I have to be able to watch it by myself and, or with the wife in the kitchen anyway. Um, and, and so she could yell at me, but, uh, but like, um, he sent me a text at one point, I don't know, like around 10 and he said something like, like, holy shit, like, fuck this. I'm, there's no way I'm going to watch that second movie <laughs> all by myself in bed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad the first one got you because I'm telling you, I have not seen, I think that I still appreciate The Exorcist, the original, because of the filmmaking aspect and the acting. Mm -hmm. It's not going to scare me. I've seen it dozens and dozens of times, but it still sucks me in with the music and the whole storyline. And I haven't seen a scary movie. I mean, The Conjuring, when that came out, I was like, 
finally something that scares me. Like it takes a lot to scare me. Yeah. Any any more well done at the same time. Like I don't want a crappy actress doing a shitty job. It's it's not going to get me immersed in it. And I, I don't know. Like I I, I guess I I have a higher tolerance for horror these days, but. People yeah. just need to make better horror movies. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah, there there are way too many. Like, I have a an ebb and flow with with horror movies because I genuinely loved horror movies when I was younger. Genuinely loved them, and then you get to a point where it's like nothing scares me anymore, and so you kind of tune out for a while, and then something comes along that's well made. Like for me, like Paranormal Activity came around, and it was like, oh, that scared the pants off of me yeah. and then you know you get back into it and you start watching and then you know all of a sudden it's like yeah nothing scary anymore but horror movies maybe more than any other genre you get just the the paint by numbers standard horror movie and you know they're just not that scary because what a waste of budget the formula, and time you know? and everything like well, yeah why why are you bothering because because you know that you can make the movie for cheap Mm-hmm. And get it distributed and make double double the money of the movie back pretty easily, even if it sucks. You know, you know, one of the problems with with these movies, and like you're saying, they're formulaic, right? So, like, um, it does the formula doesn't bother me with the main conjuring movies, right? You you have the Warrens doing all the ghost busting. For some reason, I could not accept it when it happened in, for example, the the, the Curse of La Llorona. Because in La Curse of La Llorona, a curandero or a witch doctor shows up and he does the exorcism at the end of that movie. And I was just like, what is this nonsense? Like right away, I was like. So you can't take the witch doctor. I can't take. You can take, you can take, you know, Catholics. For some reason, I don't know. Well, I mean, which these curandero types are usually catholics as they well. are catholic oh yeah. okay all right but i haven't but, seen like they've got eggs in their back pockets yeah oh i think no. he used an egg in that movie it's a bad place to keep eggs <laughs> i mean when you need them where are you gonna put them as a man yeah. oh you should get a little man purse remember gonna... Edgar, when you had your man purse it was not. It was my. You had a man purse. And it I was a fanny pack. It was a fanny pack. It was not a man purse. That's even better than a man purse. It yeah, was a actually. utility. It was a utility uh, pouch. Fanny pack. It's called a fanny pack. A, a utility. You keep pouch. telling yourself that. You keep telling you, you. So so you were going around with the man purse fanny pack, and I missed this. It was a utility pouch. It had it had Full my eggs. And so what did you keep in there? What did you keep in your utility pouch? Your batarangs and your, your special bat tool? I have. I, I had a special pen that I could use for self-defense and write. A kubaton. <laughs> and, and I had, I had, is where I put my keys and my bus pass. Thank you very much. And you needed, you needed a special pouch. You need a special pouch. For your self-defense pen, your keys, yes. and your bus pen. Yes. yes. And and the stuff the pen, the self-defense pen came with a little notepad. And so, so, like when you pull the self-defense pen out, was there anybody like standing around saying, "Where does he get these wonderful toys?" Absolutely. Yes. He like you know it. Batman with a fanny pack. <laughs> would you? Oh, would you I like remember telling you. Pull out your bus pass one. and turn. Would you like pull out your bus pass and turn to the person behind you and say, "I am the bat." no that would be too much <laughs> <laughs> oh utility belts it's just too much so but yeah so anyway going back to the <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we're done roasting Edgar. I, I don't think we're done roasting Edgar. Well, I was waiting to see if you guys are done because if you are, then, then oh no, I'm very, I'm very, very done. I think I pushed that about as far as it could go. I think Probably you guys a got all too the far. Yeah. I think you guys got all the jokes up. <laughs> so, um, so what was so you were talking about the that actual scene? Yeah, so that scene bothered me. I don't know why it's okay for the Warrens to do it, but for some reason, this dude popping up. You know why? Because that guy, the 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 curandero in that in that show in that movie, he was one of the villains in the um, Breaking Bad series. Oh, well, now I have to go watch La Llorona. So I was just like. It's, you know, I, I think it's I, worth a watch. I think it's worth a watch. But like, I would see this cat, and I was just like, "You're not a curandero. You're a gangbanger." You know. Well, just... also, Edgar, you so have it, the it wasn't the movies fault. from the first two movies too, right? Like you had like Ed and Lorraine, and you feel comfortable, and you know that they're good at their jobs, and then yeah. you've got this guy who just kind of comes out of nowhere and is going to save the day. They didn't really build a character arc for him uh they they did kind of introduce him and they did try to kind of build that, build that part of it for him because he had a he had a botanica see mm -hmm. like i was saying he had a you got to watch this show you got to watch this movie now you because all the things i was making fun of this this guy has so in that last podcast but anyway, it's all coming back to you now yeah it's called i think he did the, i think he did do an egg thing I don't remember an egg. Now I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I can't remember, man. I'm gonna have to rewatch it too. That I only watched once, but I I just don't like the Annabelle, and I love haunted dolls. Like I'm all about a haunted doll. I fucking hate them. Um, but so this is where we no, differ because that's cool to me. I mean, as a kid, it was no, scary. You know what you have going on with the haunted doll movies? It's from it. It's the uncanny valley effect. Hmm where so the uncanny valley is when when somebody makes like a homunculus of some kind you know an android or a doll or whatever it, it and it, it's designed to look as human as possible it's all of the little subtleties and nuances that that cue you off that that it's not and that kind of creep you out like when when you when you see something that's supposed to look human but but you can tell immediately that it's not it it's very off-putting and i think that's why the haunted doll movies freak me out you know what i really like most about that definition is is that you went you tried to define the uncanny valley phrase with the word with, with another phrase using the word humunculus you know like 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 if you don't know what the uncanny valley means <laughs> you're not gonna know what the word so so edgar and i uh <laughs> i don't know if it was that we had a shared boss but it was a it was a person that we both worked for in one way or another and that person at one point pulled me aside and, and had like a separate meeting with me like Dan, you really like to throw around the ten dollar words, <laughs> and I'm and, and I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, you're the fucking director of marketing. Like, that's not a bad thing. That's my True. job. My job is to use words, and you're telling me not to use words. Yeah. She's like, you're, you're too smart. You you need to be <laughs> a little more stupid. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's we write. We aim for a sixth grade level here. <laughs> I, I was. That's what they told me. We aim. We aim for a sixth grade level. 
but you see, my problem is it's not that you use the big words. I like the big words. They're, they sound pretty. They're very nice. <laughs> it's just that you you use the giant fancy <laughs> phrase and then you threw the big word in there. I'm like, these people are not going to know. If they don't know one, they're not going to know the other. <laughs> he's going to try to bat home. That's what he's doing. <laughs> you should, you I, uh, should give our I, listeners the benefit of the doubt. Well, you yeah. should give the it's not me. You're defining Uncanny Valley to people. <laughs> I mean, at least he does that, though, because, I mean, I'm a person who I've dumbed down my language very much for different situations. But I think generally as a kid, I'd use a lot of big words, but I'd always preface it with giving that definition because you can't just assume people know what the hell you're talking about these yeah. days. Because they're going to do what I do. I'm just going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. <laughs> you. It has taken, you know, four decades of experience have taught me that very rarely does anybody know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, but I bet they nod at you a lot. Actually. I get a lot of nods and smiles. Yeah. Yep. I get a lot of that. Okay, if I nod and smile enough, he'll go away. I'm just always amazed at the people who don't ask questions. Like, at what age do you have to hit to finally feel comfortable to go, I don't know what that word means. Can you explain that? Or, hey, I didn't understand that request you made of me. Can you explain it so I don't do anything wrong? Instead of people just running with assumptions and not knowing their ass from their elbow. Because that happens all the time. People are just afraid to say, I don't know something. It's it's weird. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it is it is annoying and and i don't want to get too much into it but it's just like uh uh it's almost like you're not allowed to not know or to question right because you're doing two things either you don't know what you're doing which is bad or you're challenging someone which is also bad Mm. that's they take it as a challenge i'm like are you kidding me you know like and, and i remember saying like why can't i just ask I just, I, I generally, I'm a dummy, you know, like, let me be my dummy. Let me be the dummy. Yeah. You know, like, I don't care if everybody thinks I don't know what I'm doing. That's fine. But like, can I ask the questions? You know? Yeah. It, there's in other areas too, though. Yeah. There's oh, no, definitely, everywhere. definitely something a little bit wrong when, cause I've gotten to this point too, where, where it's like, you feel like you have to preface every question. Like I'm not challenging you. I'm genuinely asking a question. I need, I need clarification, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like and that's not- that's worrisome too that everyone's always thinking people are out to get them instead of just being like hey I just need an explanation and then I can carry on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if it's like ego or uh, you know being kind of like uh, afraid. I-, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. Well, I- you always hear from people fake it till you make it, and I'm like, or you could like educate yourself and learn how to do things. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> that's not the American way. No. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I fake it all the time. <laughs> I mean, we all fake certain things for, for someone to legitimately, uh, legitimately say they don't know how to do any portion of their job. That's concerning to me. Cause I've heard that from people before where they're just like, I'm figuring it out day to day. And I'm like, well, if you really don't know how to do something, we have a bigger problem. Yeah. Well, you yeah, see, and this is exactly what I'm talking about then. Now, now we're judging people and we're saying, oh, you don't know what you're doing. You know, like uh, I judge people every single day <laughs> of my life. I, I would imagine I'm judging like every, you both right yeah, now. Ex- that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I imagine in this moment, you're judging two people. <laughs> Just two for now. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's, if it's any consolation to our listeners, I don't know what I'm doing. 
with this podcast. Like, yeah, but they know that already. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they already know that about yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, going on with the with 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 what we were saying. <laughs> so then, uh, I didn't have a problem with the second one like you're having. I love the second one. I saw the second one first because I was told that the second oh, one was better okay. than the first. So I saw the second one, I don't know, two years ago yeah, or whatever, and loved it. I thought it was amazing. But again, when the, when, and I didn't realize this then, but when the Warrens were introduced and were actually doing stuff, it kind of took the, the gas off of it for me, you know, like it, it kind of eased the tension for me. And then I, I felt like, oh, this can be solved. You know, I like, feel like you really yeah. trust this couple, Edgar. Yeah. Like you see them come in and you're like, oh, it's okay now. Yes. But they, they kind of, they spend <laughs> a lot of energy, a lot of script energy on establishing this, this couple as like, they're, they're almost like angelic, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so of course, uh, like I, I can totally identify with what, what Edgar's talking about there. I think for me, honestly, I think the reason why it just didn't hit me that hard was because, like I said, I doubled them up. I got all my scares out. Yeah. And then I didn't have any left. The mm, average you know? person probably, well, I shouldn't say probably, but let's say the average person saw the first movie and they didn't see the second until it came out. I mean, that's a huge amount of space. And for you to separate the two by their plots and everything else and, you know, to identify them as two different movies as opposed to like one joint film, which... Again, I think the first one's stronger, but I really like some of the tricks in the second one. I like the moving chairs. I like the poltergeisty mm -hmm. type things because I love poltergeist so much as a movie. Um, and I think that for the for a big part of these movies, again, the Warrens coming in like this superhero duo, you know, swooping in and saving the day. I get that and I like that too. But for me, it's like the paranormal. How are they going to show the paranormal? And they do a good job of that in both mm -hmm. movies, I feel like. So for me, it's hitting that main target, which is, is it scary? And do I believe the paranormal aspects? You know, one of my favorite parts about this whole series, like, is the way they describe the, the demons or ghosts or whatever, right? Because, like, in the first one, it's like a cluster of ghosts um in this house right mm. and and it's all started with that one witch and she has created a series of ghosts of people who keep coming in and you know staying right. there and they've been cursed and killed in the house mm. right so now this whole this house has all these tortured souls in it and they have stuck themselves onto this family and and in real life this family continued even after the Warrens showed up to live with this which is crazy but so that was interesting and in the second movie there was already a ghost in this house but it was being manipulated by an even stronger more evil entity and i can't remember if it was a demon or a ghost yeah it was a demon demon but i found that crazy like super like tim like honestly what did we see nothing it was all really exposition right oh mm -hmm. it's another demon controlling and puppeteering this guy and it's just like okay but they never really kind of showed that i, I think it's a film you got to show things right but um but that aspect of it a demon controlling a ghost i was just like they can do that 
See, like, Edward, <laughs> that's scarier though. That's yeah, just yeah. what I said about the original haunting. There's like banging and these crazy noises, and you're really scared about the atmosphere, but you don't see what the thing is, and that makes mm-hmm. it even scarier. Yeah. Oh, and, that's true. yeah. That that whole adding that layer to it definitely. I liked that. I liked that they, that they were like, basically, they're chasing down this this ghost of Bill. Mm-hmm. and then you know they figure out oh my god it was a red herring the whole time you know and uh i i thought that was inventive i liked that a lot and again edgar that doesn't mean that's a real thing that happens because who and really knows god i hope not shit <laughs> i i also w- one thing i did really like about the second movie is and they kind of introduce it pretty early on is that this demon is somehow kind of like attached itself to the warrens Cause it was like haunting them in their own home. Yes. Haunting them and their daughter. And that's correct and, me if I'm wrong. Cause it's been a beat since I've seen the second one. That's when they introduced the portrait of the nun. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like one of the greatest parts of this story is the Warrens have a vault in the house that they freaking live in. Right. Yeah. Which is like, what? What? You- normal. So normal. This is like, can you at least put that shit in the shed or something? Like, why? Why in your Lorraine, house? Lorraine, get yourself a yeah. she shed, Lorraine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. You need a she shed for oh. all of your your haunting stuff. All your well, Annabelle dolls. Well, the funny thing is, is I don't know if you remember this show, but there used to be a show called Friday the 13th. And it was Friday the thirteenth, yeah. the series. series. Yeah. And they were a bunch of like paranormal uh ghostbusters, whatever you want to call them, investigators. And they would go around collecting these haunted, evil, cursed items. And a- every single item had a, like a different thing that happens to them and, and gives the user something in return for something awful, right? So um uh, uh, and they had a vault just like this. So I was just like, did Friday the 13th like steal this vault idea from the Warrens? Or did the Warrens steal this vault idea from Friday the 13th, the series? I think it's common sense that you lock up evil things that have done bad things. In your yeah. own house. In your yeah. own home. In your own home. You I, know. Know. I mean, they want to keep it close to make sure no one's getting affected. <laughs> yeah, sure. Just I, them and their daughter. Just them and their child. Oh, Jesus you know, Christ. Most people have like a room for, you know, with the big TV in it. You watch your football games. No, they have a vault with haunted dolls and creepy <laughs> shit. Honestly, I can't. <laughs> Give me 20 years and I might be that person. I'm sorry to say that might be my, the road I'm going down these days. Why would you want to have a room with haunted? No, I just mean like I collect weird shit already. You can just tell by all the garbage behind me on screen right now. Um, I just have a lot of shit. So I might just start <laughs> collecting haunted dolls while I'm at it. I might drop them off at your houses if you please, don't mind. Please don't. Please don't. Because my mom won't not like that. My mom would not like Your mom's going to throw Your eggs in my face as I yard. pull up. She'll take them in the yard and burn them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, yeah. So but I, I guess in real life they did. They had like a, a museum. They put yeah. together a museum in their house. Then they would let people tour and see You could go, you could walk through it. Yeah, yeah. From From all of their cases. So in the first movie, you get introduction, you get an introduction to the, to that room right 
and then you know they show you the, the doll the annabelle doll that they captured in the kind of opening act of and the, that of the threw movie. me like i was so glad i was so glad that the movie was not about a haunted doll <laughs> me too. But, like it it threw me so much because i was like i'm sitting there watching like the first 10 minutes of the movie is all about this annabelle doll this haunted annabelle <laughs> doll that does horrible things and i'm like this I, 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 it can't be what this movie's about and then it had nothing to do like there was nothing to do with annabelle and the rest of the movie except no i guess there was a part like later on yes that's what i was getting demon to that kind of attached itself to the war and like started using the annabelle doll to scare the daughter mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's 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 what i was getting to because because i uh they used it as the introduction to the to the heroes right they this is the way you you kind of introduce the hero uh, in, in the hero story arc, you give them a challenge, you show the audience, uh, them overtaking the challenge and it's like, uh, but, but then they move on to the next part of the, or the next acts as they go through and, and overcoming every challenge as they go along. But Annabelle was the first challenge for us to get to know who the Warrens are and how, how powerful they are or how strong they are as, as heroes. So, um, but yeah, they, they put that sucker in the goddamn house in the vault and then I'm thinking, holy shit, thank God, because you told me, oh, no, it's a fucking doll scary story. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, yeah. we just talked about this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? You know, so then. And that's exactly why I texted <laughs> you, because I was like, oh, shit, this is a creepy doll movie. Oh, no. Dude, would you text me that? I saw it on my phone. And I was yelling at my phone, just like I was yelling at, no, no, I don't want to watch. <laughs> but then like, so then the doll goes away, right? So I'm thinking, oh, okay, thank God. It's just a little creepy thing that they're going to have in there. Yeah, exactly. Woof. You know, like, I'm, you know, thank God, you know? So then the fucking monster or whatever teleports to the warren's house because you know i guess they can do that and then takes annabelle around for the, the house for a fucking ride yeah and, and is like rocking- annabelle likes to walk around and get around yeah. and have a little something and, to eat in the kitchen and then there's that the moment <laughs> where all of a sudden there's annabelle rocking in a rocking chair and the little head turns and is looking at the daughter and I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't bring it back. Not now. Oh, dude, that's exactly it. And I was like, oh, no. Creepy monster fucking team so, up. Wait a minute. You guys came yes. of age before I did with like the Chucky movie. Did you guys, were you scared of Chucky or no? That didn't bother me. Yeah, me too. It didn't bother me. But I think it, he's be, just funny and dumb. It, right. Yeah. Exactly. Because that movie clearly is very meta. It's making yeah. fun of itself the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was I was worried oh, I that never you guys saw were like young play. teenagers or something or young men and you were like scared of poor Chucky. I, I never saw child's play until I was like an adult. Same, same. Yeah. 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 Well, but- I mean, I, I think that for for me, again, there's like I like those aspects of the paranormal that also like collide with real life. So I'm interested to see what the third movie is gonna offer, but I think it's a lot scarier when you're in a house where you're a family in most of these instances, right? poltergeist amityville it it's usually a house where you can't leave it's like you just built it or you just bought it and you know this stuff is going on and i kind of like the idea that someone's kind of well i don't like the actual idea but the idea of someone being kind of a prisoner in their own house as well um and that makes it scarier yeah and that and yeah and that doesn't exist out when horror that's why they don't set horror movies 
you know, other than Jaws, of course, Edgar, on uh, <laughs> sunny days with blue skies. Like horror movies are set in cabins in the woods. There's a reason yeah. for that, right? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's nowhere to run to. That's exactly. Why, yeah. That's why Jaws is so fucking amazing. It's like one of my favorite movies now. I didn't realize how good it was. It's yeah. Like, it's a scary a monster. Fantastic movie. Scary monster in the fucking day. It's just brilliant. Just yeah. brilliant. But anyway, like. Yeah. And it, like in that one, it's like the whole ocean. You you know where exactly. to run to in the yeah. entire ocean. Anywhere mm-hmm. you run, if you're in the ocean, Jaws is going to find you. Yeah. Yeah, the, and the that whole premise is you could go on land and you're safe, but if you're in a seaside town that makes money on the water, everyone's going in the water, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's very, um, I don't know. It, but that's it, definitely, I think, I'm interested to see what this third Conjuring movie offers up, because I think being secluded or in a dark house that you can't leave, I think that lends to the story even more so if they're out in the real world i'm going to be curious to how scary it can actually be well the name of this the the third movie is the conjuring the devil made me do it right so supposedly the uh antagonist is possessed right by the devil and is Mm -hmm. going around killing people so that i guess that will be interesting right like you're saying you watched the preview for it yet i've seen the trailers yeah 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 yeah. So I have not watched it yet. I'm kind of avoiding it so that, you know, when we do the follow-up, just like we did with Godzilla, when we do the follow-up for this, I'm going to go in fresh. I'm mm-hmm. going to go in with zero expectations. Not me. The only I'm- expectation I'm going to have is that something gets fucking conjured. That's, <laughs> that's it. And then requirements. You're going to be really disappointed. Or you're going to have to write a letter and be like, excuse me, I paid for or watched and sat I, through three of these yeah. films and nothing was ever conjured. You know, I am in my 40s now, which means I am of the age where I should be writing like letters of complaint to my senator and stuff like that. <laughs> Just make sure you start your name with a K. So not Karen, but you could be like Kurt or something. There you go. Kadan. Kadan. <laughs> not my cousin Kadan also works. <laughs> Oh, yeah i don't know but <laughs> jesus christ man oh man i don't know i just like that you guys are like so fearful of some of these things that like i just i don't get scared by a lot so that's why i like when a movie does because what's a movie you guys have seen in the last five or ten years that you could say legitimately should be on somebody's list in terms of a scary film oh that's a tough question so like wait a movie years? that's been made in the last 10 years uh yeah not just you saw a good old movie like a movie oh, that's man. been made in the last five to ten let me, let me oh, that's tough i don't know edgar i gave you a movie to watch i don't know if you watched it or not which one's that one the witch oh i think i watched it it was that's one though where if you're tired it's a dark quiet movie so you're gonna fall asleep that's the one with the little girl in the uh, yeah yes i saw it yeah oh yeah. that's the that the one's one, fantastic um, I like that one. It was that's so creepy. Uh, Didn't God, really boy. scare me, but I thought it was fantastic. It's more, it's not terrifying, but I think it's creepy enough if you watch it alone at night, I guess. No, it was very interesting. Dan, can you think of one? I'm I'm working on it. I saw mid Midsummer was a real oh. mind melter. But again, but, horror kind of mixed with some other genres too. Yeah, that was it was really like horror, but the horror is really more of like psychological trauma than anything else. But Hereditary, uh, I really liked that. And oh, that really? one again, it's oh, same, Edgar, same same kind have of you thing. Seen that one? Hereditary is a lot of like 
this mixture of of horror, but the real horror in the movie is basically like mental illness compounded by psychological trauma. Oh, it's a messy movie. It's a very mm-hmm. me- and it's it's difficult. Uh, like it's hard it's, to get through. It's very emotional. Yeah. It'll hit you in some weird places. But that that movie, as far as horror movies that I've seen that have come out recently, that I would recommend that one. There's a, a scene in that movie wanna... I won't give away, but Dan, you might be able to think of what I'm thinking of. Don't say it, but there's a scene in Hereditary where I legitimately still have nightmares about this one scene because there's a cut that happens unexpectedly and you're not expecting this scene to cut the way it does. And it's like, what the fuck did I just see? Yeah, I literally yep. was having nightmares about that scene for a while and I'd see the movie pop up and I'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. How the fuck are you going to tell me to go watch something like that? You yeah, already... Well, it's coming, Edgar. You just don't know when it's coming. You just, you know how big a chicken I am. Just, just, uh, I don't know if I could take that. If you can't, if you can't take it, how do you expect me to take uh, it? Hereditary. I brought it up because it's one of the only movies that there was a scene that got me in the last yep. second. Yeah. And there, there are a couple of scenes in that movie that got me um, in the, in the, especially the, oh, I didn't see that coming way uh which doesn't happen that often anymore um, again great starring person tony collette like yeah you need a good actress in that main role for yep. sure and it it so um uh, what oh god well what's the name of the the director he's he's he did midsummer too and uh oh yes Ari yep. something hold on hold on i, I read an article notes. about him recently ari aster Ari Aster, yeah. He is and like he's kind of be like, the next big name for sure. He's, he's kind of like the Jonathan Nolan of horror movies in that, you know, like there's definitely a formula that his movies follow. And once you've seen enough of them, you start to see stuff coming. But it's never what you're expecting. And it's always a, just kind of mind warping the way that things happen and the way that the stories intertwine. Mm-hmm. it's just uh it's pretty novel you haven't seen midsummer have you Edgar? no yeah it's like i think i've explained this before but it's just like i haven't been able to watch <laughs> horror movies since i started having kids <laughs> i think i've explained this before but i'm a big chicken <laughs> i was gonna say this is not all down to your children this is to you being a baby in some facet <laughs> Well, it's just like before I used to watch them all the time and it never bothered me. But now it's just like every single horror movie I finally realized there's always like a little kid, something happening to a little kid. There's always like a creepy little ghost in the doll that the little kid's carrying or the little kid is the one that's evil or something like, you know, and it's. Yeah. And and well, there are no haunted dolls in either Midsummer or I guess there's kind of a haunted doll in in uh oh. hereditary it's not really a doll necessarily no um no yeah it feels fine edgar i also feel like correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like maybe you watched horror movies with friends and groups in the past and now that you're a dad and you can't watch it with other people your only option is late at night by yourself so i get how that's a little like uh, yeah oh you know what you you might be hitting on to something there <laughs> I've always I been mean, a chicken. Be some, I mean, back in the day, we all went to movies. Well, we didn't all, but a lot of us went to horror movies with a group of friends when we were teenagers. Yeah. And now it's like late by myself, 
I live alone. Like, eh, eh, I don't know how I feel about You've it. You've got some guts on you watching horror movies by yourself in the house. And I put a sign on my balcony that says, I'm home alone. Come visit. Yeah. Right. Leave the door unlocked. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm like, if you come inside, I'll run upstairs instead of downstairs. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I'll run into the trap. Really? Because <laughs> because the whole fucking time. Okay, so one of the tropes with, and this is unfortunate, but this is a serious horror movie, right? Like it really takes itself serious and it, and it does well, right? Both of these movies and probably all the movies, right? It, it doesn't like, oh, here I am, the dummy. I'm going to walk through the forest. You know? <laughs> no, it's like it's like genuine person. Like you, you believe that this person is going to go investigate, right? Because there's a noise in the house. You're the adult in the house. You want to go find out what's going on. And in my head, every single time is like, fuck, what the fuck are you? You just heard a loud bang right over there. Get your gun. Get your kitchen knife get oh. your bat or or get your phone and call the goddamn police also like, if you live in a haunted house wouldn't you be sleeping with like these things under your pillow every single night just ready to stab a demon if you yeah can right stab yeah. A demon? yeah so fun story uh after <laughs> i watched these movies you know i went to Stabbed bed a demon? <laughs> and i live my house is an older house uh and it's like a Cape Cod style house with the peaked roofs. And, you know, my bedroom's upstairs. And around five in the morning, I wake up to the eeriest sound I've ever heard. And, um, of course, like the first thing I wake up and I'm like, oh, God. And I like I just hear this like, like, I figured out what it was later, but like from, from right above my head in, in the ceiling, I just start hearing this like knocking, like scraping, like, <laughs> and oh, that you, you, you did and, that perfectly <laughs> and fo followed like scraping. Yeah. That's uh, uh, and then uh, like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, instantly like wide awake like <laughs> like, that. And, like it, it actually it had to have been earlier than five because it was still dark outside oh. and i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and then finally i hear and, and basically a squirrel had gotten into the attic mm. and was trying to find its way out yeah but it, it, of course it happened that morning of happened course. the morning after let's watch freaky freaky demon movies <laughs> you know? i'm telling you for years after watching the exorcist when i lived with my mom and i'd hear a rustling which there were no animals in our attic but you know there's the rustling noises in the exorcist and then then she becomes possessed like right after they hear these noises and anytime i heard like heard like weird wind or anything above in the attic because my room was like at the top of the house underneath the attic like, I would always be like, I'm going to be possessed when I wake up. That's what's going to yeah. happen. I'm going to be possessed. <laughs> yeah. And, we, and you're okay with it. You know, Except there's not, nothing face. I can do about it. So we'll just go with it. Well, exactly. the, the funny thing, too, is it's like as a kid, you know, as a little guy, you know, I'm like 10 years old or whatever. And I would, you know, go tell my dad, I'm afraid to go sleep in the, you know, in, in the room by myself or whatever. He's like, go sleep in the room, you know. <laughs> You know, like <laughs> get out of my room. <laughs> yeah, it was like a macho be thing. Be a man. Right? Exactly. Be a man. Go sleep in the room. Go, men sleep in the rooms by themselves. You know, and I'm like, all right, fine. 
And I would sit there and I would just watch every dark corner and not leave the room because I was afraid of my dad thinking I was less of a man at fucking <laughs> at age five. At age five, 10 years old, whatever. <laughs> 15, 25. Yeah. <laughs> 30, 45. Son, you can't sleep in my bed. You're 29 years old. <laughs> <laughs> No more watching scary movies late at night, Edgar. <laughs> the, the funny thing about this this movie, while I was editing the the the, the trailer for the other thing, I eventually finished and, and I sat and I started watching the movie. And so I'm watching this movie, right? I'm watching the second movie. And I'm I'm sitting through it. And then at one point I paused because I remember I needed to like edit something, right? Like, oh, I'm gonna pause this, I'm gonna do the thing and then come back. So I'm working on the computer and some random box in, in my closet fell on its own. Now I'm thinking, what the fuck is that? You know? And so I'm thinking, it's okay, Annabelle. I was going to say the same thing. You fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Who else could it be? Well, like, well, I had, I had put this box that my son had used for like, he had gotten in a Gundam you know, he had this box of Gundams or whatever, and he had taken the, the stuff all the way out of it and there's nothing in it. So I put the empty box and I put it in the, in the closet in the office. And then it fell again and it fell. Right. So I'm thinking I'm, I'm, so I, I know Let what it is. Let us out, Edgar. Let us out. We're in here. Let us out. <laughs> well, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that the movie scares the shit out of me and I'm like afraid of everything that's happening in the movie. I turn around and talk to the closet. Don't you fucking start. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, it's like, like Family Guy. You ever watch Family Guy? Yeah, I've watched Family like, Guy. Like but... how Chris has like the, the yeah. angry monkey in the closet. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Grr, like, <laughs> like sticks his teeth out and points his finger. Yeah, there's yeah. there's one episode in particular where Chris is just having a shitty day and he walks into his bedroom and the monkey jumps out of the closet and starts shaking his finger at him. And, and Chris is just like, I am in no mood. And the monkey just like slinks back into the closet. That was I, exactly that. It was exactly that. Because I was just like, I can't take that shit right now. Don't you start fucking haunting me. Can you imagine if like your 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 no you know your boss or somebody walked in at that moment and was like, Who are you talking to, Edgar? <laughs> talking to the evil spirits in my closet. I'm totally sane. I can do my job. It's, it's fucking with the gun with the Gundam boxes in my closet. I need to tell the demon to stop his shit. You know? Oh my god. I mean, I've had that same scenario where that's why you don't watch movies late, you know, at night by yourself that are terrifying because you're going to start looking and questioning every single shadow that comes across the room. Plus, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I haven't slept. I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, either I'm hearing shit or shit is happening or something. Whatever the case, I'm telling it to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you know that's actually work? the true witching hour 3 a.m is the scary time not midnight like some people seem to think well it, it did work because then nothing happened you know and, and all I, I needed was a good talking to well i have done that shit before where it's like i'll like i think i told you uh one time i was i we i had this apartment where i rented with a with a uh with a friend of mine and um you know, I was asleep in my room and I've seen things a couple of times in this house. 
And the last time I saw something, it was, uh, it was this little boy dressed in old timey clothes, and it was this woman dressed in what looked like an old timey like uh, wedding dress. In your closet? Not in my closet. In my room. In my bedroom. Oh, okay. I woke up for no reason because you know this is how this shit happens. Right. You wake you up felt them staring at you. Well, probably I'm like, who's staring at me? Oh, it's you guys. So then I wake up, I turn around and there's a boy who is about five wearing old timey like newsboy and like a little. Yeah, I like how you haven't zeroed in on a time frame. It's just old timey. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I don't know the time. Maybe 1930s, maybe 1930s. There you go. So then he's wearing the shorts and he's got a little vest and he's he's whitish. And then the 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 ish. Well, I mean, white is not like like. There's gonna be a TV show that comes out next week, whitish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about ghosts, not yes, about white, yes. not, not white people. <laughs> no, but so that there's this you know transparent person, <laughs> uh, and 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 then uh, this other opaque person, <laughs> fully all in white right so then i'm looking at them and, and i'm like it's like the second night or third night i've seen something in this room and now it's another thing right the first time was like a dude and the same kind of time period clothing but anyway like <laughs> this happened and i wake up and i'm and i'm like exhausted and I, and i told him stop just Ooh. stop i am tired go away and i closed my eyes and went to bed and ignored them like like i was pissed off at them for waking me up <laughs> i wasn't afraid i was just like you fucking assholes you opaque mother yeah. <laughs> come to find out it was it was your cousin the guy who used to like dress up and haunt the cemetery oh yes it was that <laughs> it was probably that motherfucker wait wait your cousin and i did the same thing i used to dress, dress up like the resurrection mary and then yes <laughs> Well, my, my cousin, who is a man, used to dress up like the Resurrection Mary, but in Mexico. <laughs> hey, it scared people. People slowed down. But all I was really happy about is that my friends came back for me because if they had left me on the south side of the suburbs by myself in a white gown, I would have been really upset. <laughs> yes. Then you'd be haunting them for real. That, that would have been the real scary story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be a great little fucking story to write. Like, oh, you go out there to like pretend to be a dead person and then you end up getting stranded. And then, get a dead person. <laughs> and then I come back to haunt all my shitty friends. <laughs> <laughs> Say Emily's name in the mirror three times. That was not where I was going with it. But that's funny too. <laughs> I do that tonight. I'm going to go before bed. I'm going to turn the light off in the bathroom and just light a candle. Be like, Emily, Emily. <laughs> Emily, and then you're gonna like pop up there with like bees buzzing around your head and shit. I'm awake at at least three a.m., so there's a good chance that that will happen tonight, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I um I do think that like um well Edgar to to your story point did you finish the story or no? Oh, they never bothered me again. I've in sometimes fact sometimes you need to just say. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but I've heard people who have seen things. Say you're not welcome here and everything you see in the movies and sometimes the stuff doesn't bother them again oh i didn't they're coming it. back tonight i i didn't do any of that i didn't do any of that i didn't say like oh may the power of the lord it doesn't you. have 
have to be formal, Edgar. It, just, it was just like, name. I am You're in wrong. no mood. I'm tired. Just go away. I, it wasn't even as polite as that. It was like, fuck you. Get the fuck out. They probably <laughs> shrugged and they were like, oh, he had a long day. We should get going and bother someone. Else. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go bother Emily. She didn't do shit today. Yes. She's not going to be nearly as mean. This one's kind of angry. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever seen a ghost or anything like that. I don't think it's ever happened to me. Well, they had no creepy stuff. Happen. Are you open to the experience, Dan? Do you believe in it? Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm ghost agnostic. <laughs> Do you hear a box fall in the closet and go, I know you're not real. <laughs> <laughs> then they might not come back. You never know. Yeah. No. no. Nor normally I hear a box fall in the closet and i just like whatever it's in the fucking yeah nah, it's fine i'm not gonna do anything about it i haven't gone in that closet in three years and i'm not going in that closet anytime soon yeah. so you know, there's yeah. probably a squirrel living in the closet fucking squirrels <laughs> boy i was i always wondered when i was a kid like my dad hated squirrels like passionately like they were his enemies and like all my friends' dads were the same way. It was like all constant bitching about squirrels all the time, eating my fucking deck and you know, whatever. And I was always like, they're just squirrels, man. And there's something about making it to middle age. Yep. I fucking hate squirrels now. It hits at a I certain age them. and now it's never going to return. Oh my god. Well, it's because mm. now you worried about your your the value of your home. These little fuckers are eating it no, the roof just, and stuff if it comes down to it i'll just burn it down and uh, uh, don't do that i think that my grandpa had them in their attic when they lived near wrigleyville and i think that he threw some kind of like smoke bomb up there and i was yeah. like he was always at war with the squirrels like seriously he'd see yep. them when he was driving and he'd flip out at squirrels i'm like why do old men hate squirrels so much well i'm starting to figure it out because they're a pain in the ass they're basically cute rats oh fuck they're, yeah they're really if when you really look at them they're they're just vermin and they're a rodent at the end of the day and you actually like all the things about them that you're like oh they're so cute and then you actually kind of start watching them and they have like little hands they have like thumbs that's not cute that's disturbing yeah and they get like, in your house they could eat your face with those little hands they yeah. could yeah. i wouldn't want to fight a squirrel man those they're things fast. are those things are sharp too, man. They're not just yes. little little hands, little cute little finger fleshy hands. No, they got fucking knives at the end of those things, man. They're Have like you little Freddy Krueger. Angry too, if they're up in a tree and they're pissed off, the noises they make. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Are you? Like I heard them the other night when they were pissed off in my in my fucking attic. Yeah, they're, they're like, like exactly I heard a box ball. I was telling the evil spirit to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy with the ghost in the closet right now. Can you please come? You should the fuck be off? paying me to be in your house right now. <laughs> you got little squirrels with your little uniforms on. I work here. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to make them look cute. And I will admit, I do have a friend who likes them. And I got her this little mini picnic table that you put on the tree. So when they sit there and eat, it looks like they're eating a picnic. Aww. It's kind of cute. I kind of like it. Does it actually I happen? Mean, probably you, know, then, you know, the best part of that situation is they sit there and they eat so you can get a real clean shot. <laughs> Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you'll know where they're going to be pooping, right? They're just right under that tree. Yeah. I mean, she she welcomes them. That's that's one way to react to a squirrel, I guess. I don't know. I've got the black <laughs> ones. The black ones are in my neighborhood. They're very pretty because they're not that ugly gray color. They're more unusual. I think you see them more by the forest preserves. Mm. But I mean, at the end of the day, they still like chew on old cigarettes and drink dirty water. I feel kind of bad for them. <laughs> I did. I saw one chewing on a, like a cigarette that was discarded. I'm like, dude, that's not for you. That's not for you at all. Sounds like my uncle Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a problem. He's, He's got, got a problem. problem. I'm like, Uncle Bob, somebody else smoked that. You leave that on the ground. <laughs> Gross. Oh. <laughs> Um, well, guys, I'll, in complete honesty, I need to go to the grocery store because I um, don't have food in my house. And that would be a good thing instead of ordering from Grubhub for like the 19th day in a row. No. Yeah. Let's uh, let's call it let's quits. make the healthy choices. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, like, should I literally get a healthy choice meal? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Those are so bad. They're, They're terrifying. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh terrifying. God. You know what? It really pisses me off. You know, like those those like supposed supposed to be like healthy like the amy's amy's stuff i mean they're better for you than other stuff but it's like all salt oh yeah. yeah you may as well be eating ramen you know and i read the carbs on some of those as a diabetic and i was like i can't even have this like it's supposed to be healthy and i can't have this mac and cheese it's not even like it's vegetables turned into pasta it's just crappy mac and cheese i, I can't even <laughs> look at the wrapper right you can't now, I tried Amy's it. when I babysat a few times and the kids were eating it and I took one spoonful and went, not for me. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. So let's, uh, so let's, let's wrap it, it up. Yeah. So they, let's, uh, let's make sure everyone's haunted tonight. Yes. Well, yeah. you, well, now you know how to get rid of them. You don't have to call the Warrens. You just tell them to get the hell out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar told me, Edgar told me what to say and it better work. <laughs> Edgar told me all about you guys. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, shut up. <laughs> Show me the same respect you did him. <laughs> All right. Guys. So, what do you? How would how would you summarize the Conjuring films, Emily? I would say if you are not going to read too into the uh, too much into the um, backstory or the real story or anything, and you really just want some genuine scares in your life after decades of not having proper horror movies in your life, I would say check out the Conjuring movies. Agreed. I concur. Very simple. Very simply put. Very simply put, very good sauce. All right. So, uh, and Patrick Wilson is a very good looking man. <laughs> no one's going to argue with that. Yes. All right, guys. Let's call it quits. Um, thanks so much. Not my cousin Dan. Thank you so much, Emily. Emily. <laughs> this oh, I forgot to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to end the podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. And thank you so much. Good night. The song you're listening to is called Halloween Clown Circus. And it's by DJ Dens, the rooster. If you like the music that I use on the podcast, I get all of it from Epidemic Sound. Make sure you use a referral link so that the show can get a nice little kickback for every purchase and sign up you make. 
I don't know what it is about the horror genre. I think what happens is you get scared. You make a fool of yourself because you're scared. Uh, then you realize what an idiot you are. And then you laugh at yourself while everybody else is laughing at you, too. So I, I, I think that's what it is about the horror genre. But regardless, I enjoy this franchise. It's a fun franchise. And I can't wait to do a review of the third installment, which is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It which will be coming out June 4th, 2021. We are also on Instagram as The Flow Row. And if you like my content, make sure you go over to theflowrowpodcast.com where I have all my episodes, some more content, and you can shop at our store. Anyway, if you like this podcast and want to listen to more, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and hit all the buttons that make the podcast gods happy. Also, run over to theflowrowpodcast.com and check out more of our content and shop at our store. Thank you so much for listening. This is Edgar Traves. I will catch you next time.